Today is our special, special episode. And what episode number is it, Alistair? 50. Oh, man, this is a landmark. A big show for a show hosted by a little man. Yep. (laughs) So here we are at episode 50, and we wanted to do something special, and we did something special. We were at um, DePaul for the celebration of Slashers, and we did our own live show. Yeah. Yep. That was on April 28th, 2018. The last episode you will have heard from us would have been our... Roundtable. Yep, the Horror Podcasting Roundtable. Yep. And later that day, later that day, it was like 15 minutes later, we... Did our own live show. Yeah, we did the first ever Cadavercast live, and so I've cut that live experience down to the most cadaver cast showy kind of bits and we really hope you enjoy it it was huge for us and we had a lot of fun and we have pictures over on the facebook group the cadaver cast critters and creeps club we have pictures from the event um yeah that's what we did out there yeah i mean that's it so uh without further ado i hope you have a good time listening to it bye bye It's all you, man. Welcome, Critters and Creeps, to our first ever live show. Yeah. What's the show? Cadaver... Cadavercast. Cadavercast. That's right. Come on up, buddy. Here, you're, uh, you're getting yourself all tucked away behind the microphone. Come on up. There we go. So, why don't you introduce yourself, man? I'm Alistair Burnham. And you are... <laughs> and I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. And we're, our, and we're of course, recording this. Um, this is going to be the 50th episode of our show. And, Alistair, why don't you tell those people listening to the show after the fact where we are coming to them from. We're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey College. <laughs> yeah, a.k.a. DePaul University, uh, which is where I teach, and we are participating today in the celebration of slashers. So, Al, for people in the room who may have never heard our show, why don't you explain a little bit about who we are, what we do? Well, what we do is we just look at what we have movie just sitting around, and we... If I can watch them, we do it on the podcast, or we just watch them. If I can't watch them, we do it on Who the Al is, or we just don't. Or we don't. Yeah. So we have a couple different formats. Um, our show is one part movie reviews. We post one movie review every month. And then we have other formats, which started out as an idea to do mini episodes that proved to not be mini episodes in any way. It was like, I'll save some time by editing mini episodes. Um, But they didn't save any time. The other episodes that we do, we have, uh, as Al mentioned, we have Who the Al Is, 
which is a format where Al talks about movies that he cannot watch. He speculates about uh, famous horror movie monsters, but why can't you watch the movies? Because they're rated R. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, with our show... I mean, as a horror fan myself and as somebody who listens to horror podcasts myself, I knew there were things that we would not get to for many years. And so Who the Al is is a way for us to then talk about um, monsters that we don't get to. Um, And then also Al's Monster Stampede. Do you want to tell them about Al's Monster Stampede? Well, what we do is I just pick random monsters um, and we do researches about the monsters and then I talk about how to recognize one and how to defend yourself against one. Yeah, how to fight them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in case you ever get trapped in a movie, um, we've got a few manuals for recognizing and defending yourself against various movie monsters. Um, those do take a lot of time. Those, the, the research, and that's why I said they were intended as mini episodes. My hope was that we could record them really quickly and they'd be really short, but the amount of research that we'd end up doing in order to in order to talk about something like Boogeyman or whatever, uh, took a lot of time. We'd have to watch a lot of movies. I had to spend a lot of money on movies in order for us to do a lot of that research, um, track down weird, obscure movies. So uh, it didn't save any time in the long run, but those are still fun. We just planned a movie, we just planned one, and then we had to do do so much research on it. And, And then it'll be so long until we actually do it. Right? Mm-hmm. And how do we get started? How do we get started on this podcast? Um, we, talk about we talked about that on the last panel. <laughs> on the last panel, we talked about that. But not with this group of people. So how do we get started? How did Cadavercast come to be? Well, we were on a podcast, um, our friend Joe's podcast, and we were doing a Sharknado one. It was on Quote Unquote Guilty, yeah. our friend Joe's podcast. Al, and how old were you? Four, five? You were four. You were four. four. And at the end, I asked my dad, him, my dad, of course, <laughs> um, can we do a podcast? Yeah, that's, that's really what happened. It was, uh, it was all Al's idea. He just said, I want to do a podcast. Let's do a monster movie podcast, Dad. And coming from a four-year-old, like when, you know, when you got one kid, it's real easy to spoil them, you know? And then, like, if your kid's like, let's co-host a monster movie podcast together, it's real hard to say no to that, you know? It, it sounded like it'd be a lot of fun and really easy, and it's been a lot of fun, but it's also been really difficult as well. Why? Well, I, I mean, don't yeah, think... Right? Note. Note here. He asks why, because I do all the work. So, um, <laughs> as, <laughs> as the co-host and sidekick, I do, like, I, I record it, I edit it, I do all the stuff, Right? Um, and then because he, he's the grown-up. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and I do all the social media and everything, and Al just plays, right? So. Yep, I just do everything. You do everything. I, ta- yeah. I talk about the movies. You talk about the movies. Yeah, but we don't do just any movie, do we? We do monster movies. Yeah, we do monster movies, but what's the limitation? Why don't you talk about that for a second? Like, like, like um, how, how do we decide? Like, how do we know if it's a monster movie you can't watch? Because my dad knows if I can watch it or not because he has watched a lot of movies. And it's... And I don't know. (laughs) 
but like it's not a thing where we just do it based on rating like ratings help right but like we're we're very careful about what we show him and we're very conscious of the fact that you know as a six-year-old he could potentially be traumatized and scarred if i were like let's just try texas chainsaw right last house on the left right we'll teach him directions or something like that but uh you know we're very careful we're very careful about this and i don't let him just watch anything and and i mean also in terms of like the older movies too like we're very conscious of what's going to be too spooky and what spooks him you know but we also approach it not as scary spooky right that's yeah. that's our word so what, what what is spook when we say a movie spooks us what do we mean um that it's spooky yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but is it scary is it like the kind of thing that you're gonna have nightmares about that's gonna make mm-hmm. you run from the room Mm-mm. what is it that means it just freaks us out in a fun way right so like spooky for us is fun it's the it's the mm-hmm. fun spooks that's what we're looking for in movies um one thing we were talking about on the last panel is like the only movie that's like gone from spook to scare in our experience was uh alfred hitchcock's the birds and the climax of the movie went from spook to scare even though we were having so much fun laughing at the birds and that was the only movie that i can remember where we tipped that scale so alistair i have a question for you what's it been like growing up as a kid watching horror movies fun Mm-hmm. And E. And what? And E. Funny. Oh, oh, funny. <laughs> and E. Funny. I got, I, okay, I see your wordplay there. I approve. I approve. Any other thoughts on it, though? Cool. Do you find that your friends are watching a lot of horror movies? No. Whoop. No. How do, like, how do they react, I guess? Well, do you know anything about the kinds of movies they watch? I think some of my friends... Have seen Godzilla movies. Okay, yeah, pretty yeah, tame stuff. Some of my stuff, friends right? have seen Godzilla movies, but they never talked to me about any other movies. I remember there was uh, over Christmas the kids were watching Muppet Christmas Carol at his school, and one of the kids described like the scary. They said we watched this movie today. And it's really really scary. And I was like, what movie? And they're like, you were there. We watched Muppet Christmas Carol or whatever. He's like, some Muppets, that's not scary. All right, he's got a thicker skin for this stuff. But yeah, I mean, for me, like, you know, I grew up in a similar household watching horror movies. My dad would go to work on Saturdays, and my mom and I would watch horror movie matinees on television, like, middle, middle of the day Saturday. So, like, some of my earliest memories, like, most fondly remembered things from my childhood were watching, like, zombie movies edited for television, you know, when I was a kid. So, do you want to talk a little bit about, like, the community around the podcast mm. or anything? Because we've, mm. what's been crazy about the show is we haven't just recorded a podcast. You know, we've, we've developed a community. We have a Facebook group. And uh, we've been on other podcasts, podcasts, like, around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one out of Wales with our friend Hugh, the Undead Wookiee podcast. We are on that. Uh, we were recently on what podcast? Nightmare Junkhead. Yeah, we are on the Nightmare Junkhead podcast, which is really cool. They invited us to be on it, um, and it's one of my favorite horror movie podcasts to listen to, and they invited us to be on it, like, out of the blue. I wasn't begging them, I swear. Sit up, man. Sit up. Participate. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like, what you, if you listen to the show, there's a lot of that stuff that's not in the show, right? <laughs> the whole hard work thing of, like, doing the, doing the podcast is ultimately 
you know, cutting that kind of stuff out. Yeah, so we've met a lot of great people around the world. We're going to be doing, uh, we've planned a couple uh, coming up with the podcast out of Australia. It's really exciting. So, like, you know, we're getting friends around the world. How do you feel about that, Al? Cool. Is there anything else you want to say about the show? I'm just talking. I'm talking, man. Mm. What do you got? What do you got to say? What do you want to talk about? No? Okay. Great. So, here's what we're going to do. We've got a special episode planned for you here. So, those of you in the audience probably recognize this guy on the screen. Uh, for those of you listening after the fact, this is a, a nightmarish picture of Freddy Krueger over our shoulders here. And Alistair, have you ever seen the movies with Freddy Krueger in them? No, because they're rated R. Exactly. Right? You see, this That's is how That's probably what you were going to say is, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our keynote speaker here at a celebration of slashers is, of course, Rachel Talalay, who directed uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Am I getting the title right? Peyton, yell at me, yes. please. Okay, thank you. Um, so, uh, Freddy's Dead. And uh, we've had this plan for a while, right? Uh, as an episode of Who the Al Is. And Alistair, what is Who the Al Is again? Um, it's where if I can't watch it, I say, can we do it on Who the Al Is? Mm-hmm. What do we do on Who the Al Is? We talk about, I see what I think the movie's about, and I really don't know what the movie's about. That's the gist of it, right? Um, it's sort of a, con a condensed version of like, here's what he knows, and also based on what he knows, can he extrapolate this further? How far can we take this weird adventure, right? <laughs> so, Alistair, Freddy Krueger, what movie's he in? Freddy Krueger? <laughs> right. Uh, he's in a movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street. He comes oh. from that series. Okay. So, what do you know about Freddy Krueger? That he's red. <laughs> yeah. He has a hand with spikes on it. Okay, spikes. Um, hmm. He's a hat. He's in a hat. Okay, good. So we've established a baseline, right? He's red, spikes on his hand, hat. Let's, hmm. let's talk about those things for a minute. Why is he red? Why is he so red? What's going on with this guy? I don't know. What, what are you speculating? Because he's dead. Oh. Mm. Okay. How'd he die, do you think? Hmm. Like, looking at him, looking at this picture here, how does it look like this dude died? Maybe. Usually we have, like, fun little toys or something instead of, like, horrific pictures. We uh, lost I, have, our I toys. couldn't find the, the little figure, the cute little figure. I don't know. Oh, yeah, um, but. How does it look like this dude died? Maybe another person had it on. Um. And he... Had what on? Wait, what are you talking about? Like, a spike. He felt like a person scraped him with spikes. Oh, so like a similar kind of glove deal? Yeah, but they made it. Uh-huh. What's it made out of? Um, a glove. <laughs> and Fair enough. iron. Iron. Sensible. They took the glove, they put it on. They didn't put it. They took the glove, they glued... Um, some glue on all the fingers, and then they put, and then they made iron into like a cone-looking shape, and then sticked it onto the fingers. So those are glued onto the glove. Yeah. But uh -huh. he scratched him, and then he came back to life like a zombie. Then he killed the other guy, got his glove. So revenge. Yeah, and then okay, and then started killing other people. Mmm. 
That makes a sense. Okay, so in your version of it, that's a scrape. Like that's a scratch from a glove. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think he may have an infection of some kind. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, is that normal? You got to remember when you got the paper cut? Did you start looking like that? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Something only went wrong. You, only when you die. Oh, oh, so he's, okay, I see. So he's like, that's zombie rot. That's what you're getting at. That okay. That's how zombies rot. Okay, I get you. That's a rotten zombie. I thought zombies were like green or something. No, they're rotten zombies. He's been in the grave too long. <laughs> and, he came out too, and he came out too long that he was red because he was rotten. <laughs> so, okay. So let's talk about that for a second. At what point after death should a zombie... Because this is important for everybody listening in the room. Because, uh, spoilers for everybody in the room, you're all going to die someday. It's a bummer. I know. But it's, it's going to happen, right? So... Uh, Watch your revenge. <laughs> oh, no, they're all going to die from revenge? No. Oh, man. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> Guys. Oh, no. So, <laughs> if they come back to life after dying, how long should they wait? How long is too long? Um, after one day, they should come out the second day they died. But he came out the, the next the two more days, but zombies okay. could, could come out the next day. Okay, so one or two days, tops. Three or four days, that's what you look like, right? And then otherwise, it's traditional zombies. Otherwise, they just can't come out. After four days, they just, if they don't come out after four days, they just don't. Oh, okay. So, like, after that point, you're too rotten to even, like, get out of the grave. Yeah. Right? When you're too feeble. Mm-hmm. What happens if you try to smash out of your grave when you're that rotten? Um, you, he would just fall apart, and then would just. That makes sense. Turn this, into dust. This checks out. Yeah, this checks out to me. I like it. Okay, so Freddy Krueger, back to him. So he came out a little bit too late. Four days yeah. after he died. You're saying? Yep. Okay, and he comes out. He gets revenge. Is that the whole movie? No. No. Okay, so what else happens in in Alistair's A Nightmare on Elm Street? He gets out of his grave, and everyone's still inside, but he actually he stays in the graveyard. He sneaks around while nobody's looking. At night, um, he comes out. Mm-hmm. And then there's still people around, of course, and he starts killing people. And why? Why would he kill these people? They didn't kill him, did they? No. You said it was just the dude with the glove. What was that guy's deal? <laughs> that's, a, that's a question. Let's step back a second. Let's go back to this origin. Because now I'm wondering, why did that guy kill Freddy in the first place? <laughs> well, what was his name? Why'd he kill him? Important hmm. questions. He killed him because he didn't like him. Mm. I mean, it's America, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it, happens, it happens here. So... <laughs> so he just didn't like him, right? He just like, yeah. didn't like the way he looked. And then, and then when he came out, he just hated everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it transferred over. Because like he inherited he th- this dude's he hatred. He thought that everybody would that hated him if he looked red. Oh, okay. So it's like it's like uh, Lex Luthor when he's like Superman makes him bald. 
and then and then he hates Superman and then he hates everybody because now he's bald. And so this is like that, but he's red instead of bald. Well, I mean, he's, he's bald too, but so I got him double whammy. Right? He can't win. <laughs> and he like, he just starts to kill everyone. So like... He even kills cars. Whoa! He could destroy cars. Okay, we've unlocked something amazing here. So he, he destroys cars, like with the glove? He like, literally like pokes them in the engine. Oh. Poke, poke. So, hmm, this is fascinating. This and then like, picks them up with the glove and then slams them. So does he have superpowers then? No, it's just just the glove. Since he's really rotten, like in the gloves, like the metal is so strong it can like iron. flip over. The the iron is so strong it can flip over um, a car. I mean that makes sense to me. Yeah. So yeah. like, but then, but you said the iron's held on with glue. What kind of glue is that? Um, glue. It's it's been in. It's like. It's been on there for so long, it's like sticking and it can't come mm. off. It's just old glue. It's really, really old glue. That makes sense. That makes sense mm -hmm. to me. So, okay, let's let's expand on this a bit. So we, that's our movie, right? That's Nightmare on Elm Street. Al's version of Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street. <laughs> Al's version of Nightmare on Elm Street is some guy doesn't like Freddy Krueger. The guy makes the glove to kill Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Freddy Krueger comes back from the grave forgets to come out on day two. Rookie mistake, <laughs> right? Stays in the grave two days too long, comes out red and rotten, right? He's, he's looking gross, and he's like, oh, people don't like me now, right? Because he's like red and rotten, and they're like, you know, if you were one of those two-day zombies, right? If you were a fresh zombie. But again, here in America, we're wasteful, right? I mean, he's past the expiration date for zombies. So no good, man, no good. So he starts killing everybody. Uh, he kills the person who killed him, gets the glove, and starts destroying cars, right? Um, how, okay, so how is he stopped? Hmm. Well, you, this is your story. You're making this up. We're well beyond what Wes Craven came up with. We've moved beyond this ages ago. As soon as you moved past the sentence Freddy, like the name Freddy Krueger into the next sentence, we were out of Wes Craven territory. So this is all Al territory. Hmm. How in your hmm. version of Nightmare on Elm Street do we take care of this guy? Well, you have to have to get the glove. Ah, get the glove. That makes sense, right? I mean, it's... and then kill him again with the glove. Yeah. Okay. And then and then it'll be like over the days, and then he can't come out again. Isn't that what kind of happens in one of the movies? Somebody help me out here. Doesn't that happen? Don't they get the glove and have to, like, kill him with the glove? Yeah? That sounds right to me, like one of the sequels. That sounds right. Um, I mean, we're, we're way off here. We're way off track. Um, sometimes Al ends up crazy right, though. If you go back and listen to some of our earlier uh, Who the Al is, especially with Jason, like, his story about Jason was, like, totally spot on um, because... If you look here, Alistair met Ari Lehman, who was the kid, like Kid Jason, in the first uh, Friday the 13th. So he learned about Jason from Jason. So he had a little bit more to go on there, right? And then he talked to Al about like putting on the makeup and stuff like that. Um, and then Al, of course, as you probably saw, uh, met Mark Patton from the second one. From 
uh, Freddy's Revenge. And uh, this is, you were, you were what, five? Yeah. You were five when yeah, we did this? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And Alistair, in fact, got to wear that glove, uh, which was pretty amazing. But what happened? Huh? What happened after you put the glove on? It was too heavy. I accidentally stabbed myself. <laughs> yeah, he stabbed himself. <laughs> he was five years old. And Mark Patton, who's sweet, he's a sweet, sweet man. He's like, can, can he wear the glove? Are you okay with him wearing the glove? I was like, yeah, put this glove with knives on it. Because this, I think, is the one that he had in the second movie. And I was like, yeah, put this knife glove on my small child. Let's go. Let's do this. And Al, first thing, Al has it on and he goes, careful, it's sharp. And Al goes, stab, like directly into his leg. And he goes, that's sharp. <laughs> so he knows. So Al knows, which is why you're so red and rotten and gross. No, he is. <laughs> oh, he is. Well, I mean, he's very red in that picture. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, Mark. I mean, it's just my my camera phone, like that, that deal. Sorry. Um, what's that? So he waited too long. Yeah, exactly. He did. He waited too long, man. So, all right. Let's keep going here. The, the title of the movie is Nightmare on Elm Street. Does that change anything? Do you, think we, do you think Elm Street or nightmares play any part in your story? Or would you amend that story to include nightmares or Elm Street in any way? Nightmares would be if people survive the day. They would have nightmares. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Right? I mean, that's a traumatic and experience. And everybody on Elm Street would have nightmares if they survive. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So then how do we get a sequel? Because there's been a bunch of these movies, dude. How do we get a sequel from there? They've killed him with his glove. Right? How do we get a sequel from there? How do we go into number two? Hmm. Which Mark Patton was in. Hmm? Hmm? Let me think about it. Keep thinking about it. Do you want do you want to see if the audience has any questions about this version? Mm. Anybody have any questions about Al's take on Nightmare on Elm Street that would help us get deeper into this mystery? What happened to the glove? Oh, good question, right? That's a good question. So they got the glove, killed him with the glove. Then there's a glove out there. Mm. <laughs> so, you also know something about the glove because remember you met Mark Patton and that was his glove from the second movie. Do you remember what he told you about his character in the second movie? Uh-uh. Oh, if you did, though. If you did, that would be helpful. Remember, he was turning into Freddy. I think I have the poster. I forgot about that. And he was, like, looking at his hand, and it was, like, turning into it. Oh, right, like the picture looked... that, he had, that he signed for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his hand and stuff. Maybe, maybe like the guy had the that killed Freddy Krueger had the glove on too long that he was turning into Freddy Krueger. Makes sense. But then what? Okay, so then let's say he turns into Freddy Krueger. What happens to Mark Patton? What happens to his character? Does he just fully become Freddy Krueger? Does he get trapped inside Freddy Krueger? Hmm. It's a mystery. Maybe get trapped inside Freddy Krueger. Can he get out? Mm-mm. No. Mm. It's just like. It's just like a cage, basically. Oh, a Freddy Krueger cage? Oh, and you man. can, and you forget everything, only Freddy Krueger things. <laughs> and there's oh, no Freddy Krueger things. <laughs> Sophia, did you have a question? What 
he kill anybody or just people who live on Elm Street? Yeah, will he kill anyone or just Elm Street residents? You can see the gears turning here, right? See, this is this is a great thing about a live show. Is there's a lot of you can see how much work goes into this. You want a pro tip? You could just say yes or no. <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no, depending on the circumstances. How about I really, that? I just can't decide from the city or street. Oh, a whole city or a street. I mean, you could have two different movies, though, right? You could have Nightmare on Elm Street, and then you could have Nightmare in what city? Um, America? <laughs> the city of America. Yes. Yes. I've seen him in the whole... The, the world? Whole, no. Just America. Just America. Gotcha. So not any one city. He's not content with any one town. Gotta end it all. Sure. Okay. Well, anything else to add for who the Al is Freddy Krueger? Oh, yeah, Garrett. So if, if Freddy Krueger is only, only killing in America, what happens if in one of the sequels we're in uh, a, a place that's like on the border between Canada and America? And, and what if people like cross over into Canada? Can is there anything that makes it so that Freddy Krueger can go there, or does he have to stop before he gets to Canada? Are you, um, are you asking about his passport status? <laughs> if, if, he, if he can only kill in the United States, like, does he, what, what happens? He, like, he know, like, they trance over it, and he says, It's cold here! Okay. Uh, so he goes to, yeah. to follow along? he goes to. <laughs> yep, he goes to. So he can kill in Canada and in America? Okay. Even if they move, he just goes there. Okay. Everywhere oh, they maybe move. that's how he gets off of Elm Street. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Although yeah. that's kind of that's kind of um, what is what is that one? Uh, sinister, sinister with the bagul. Was right the sinister? Yeah, yeah the bagul. You move from house to house, and the bagul follows you. It lives in your movies. The bagul. Lives in your movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the grudge follows you. Well, the grudge will follow you, too. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, he's in good company, right? I mean, maybe he learned it from somebody else, Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Mm. Anything else to add on that, Allison? Um, he moves there, then he starts killing them. <laughs> and the cycle repeats? Yep. Well, I'll tell you, okay, you got some, you got some stuff in there. You got some stuff, uh, you know, I mean, Is he wears like, a glove. But then they're like... If we move, he'll follow us. So I have to kill him. So yeah, it all it all starts over again. Okay, but so if if the like Freddy Krueger, like if you kill him, then you get the glove. But then if you wear the glove too long, you become Freddy mm -hmm. Krueger, right? Is there a way to destroy the glove? Mm, good question. Can you, you destroy to, it? You have to take off the knives. Okay. Ah, but take the off the knives. Been there a really long time, so yeah. it's hard to break. So how do you like? Is what what do you have to use to break the glue? Hmm. It will take a longer time, but you have to use like weapons and find the um a really sharp weapon to destroy the glue. Okay. Ah, sharp enough to like be able to get between the knives and the glove and like break the glue. Mm-hmm. I follow you. I follow you. Yeah. <laughs> If you put the glove on, are you allowed to take it off? Ah, no. uh, so when you put it on, you're stuck with it. Yeah, because it like glues onto. Oh, the glue again! <laughs> oh yeah. It's like 
it's so it's like it's been there so long it's like it's going it's like going into the glove and like staying in there but it's also going into the glove that's some strong glue so is, is the glove magic or is the glue magic or is there no magic well the guy made the glue and no one knows how to make the glue so oh uh, he didn't patent it so there are no records <laughs> so, so no one knows um how it works i like it i like it i think that pretty well answers the question who the al is freddy krueger don't you mm. yeah i think so too me so <laughs> yes yeah our our cover art was done by um angel anofri who's a chicago-based artist he was featured recently in the book. The, it's an art book of um, art honoring John Carpenter's uh, The Thing. And he did a piece that was in there. And he and I went through film school together. And he did the animated sequence in my final film as a film student. Um, because I wasn't content to just make a, a, a romance kind of a movie drama thing that I was putting together. Focus. <laughs> and, uh, and so I decided to put a... Um, an animated sequence in the middle of my movie, which he breakneck animated for me. So uh, I tried to I tried to give him work, and he was he was sweet. He did this for us, and I think it's wonderful. Um, but does anybody have any questions for us here with these last fifteen minutes that we have? We'd be happy to answer any. Well, I, I can speak for myself. Al, would you be happy to answer any? Um, yeah. 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 Right. And you can call on people when people raise their hands. What's your favorite monster movie? Alistair, your favorite monster movie? Um, King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, and wh- and why? I know you answered it before. You're like, you're giving this look like I talked about this before, <laughs> didn't I? Right. Only one time per day will Alistair answer any question. <laughs> <laughs> but um, why? What's what is it about that movie? Because it, it's it's interesting. Because I like big monsters and the quest buildings and they fight underwater. Uh, is there a monster movie you don't like? Uh, no. No. They're, they're ab- no, this is not true. There absolutely is. We have, uh, there have been two. No. There have been two. Yeah, there have. Mm-hmm. We, in fact, did an episode on one. What? Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> he did not like. Um, it was the first episode we ever recorded. We did a double feature of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Just to, It was like our test run for the show, um, which ended up being like episode three or something of the podcast. But it was our test run that was so funny because he didn't like Return of the Killer Tomatoes at all. Um, you were four, so I mean, you wouldn't remember it. But like, uh, it didn't have the killer tomatoes in it. Like, the tomatoes are turned into people, and that was his fundamental problem with the movie. Is like, tomatoes are people? Yeah, they take the t- killer tomatoes, and then they just turn them into people. So most of the movie isn't killer tomatoes, except for the clips from the first killer tomatoes movie that are incorporated into it. So he didn't like that one. And then Bat People. You remember Bat People? Yeah. There's only one. And it's called people. And, the, and they should call it bat person. Not bat people. The semantics of that title really upset him. Like, like down to his core, he was so upset the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so is there a monster movie you're looking forward to watching when you're old enough? 
Mm. Like what movie? Which one are you looking forward to the most? <laughs> so, so Freddy Krueger, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's the one. Yeah, there was another one too. I mean, uh, Texas Chainsaw intrigues him. That's one. Uh, we did a Who the Al is Leatherface. That one was one of the weirdest ones. Uh, how many Godzilla movies have you seen? A lot. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few. Ten? You're ballparking it at ten? Yeah. Okay, maybe ten. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a bunch. Um, I recently bought off a guy on Facebook, which sounds real shady. Now that I say it out loud, but I bought a massive, I bought a massive uh, Godzilla Blu-ray collection. Uh, it was a huge box. It was like 19 Blu-rays or something like that. So we're working our way through those. Oh, this big. It's pretty big. Do you tell him what the actual movie's about? Or? A little bit. I mean, well, okay. So, I mean, to give you an example, like sometimes I can't. Because for the third Who the Al is, right? The second one we were recording was about Chucky. Right, um, and mostly, so the the reason that he knows these characters at all is because I have like the like I have toys and stuff. I have figures around Funko Pop vinyl figures and stuff, just goofy little figures around, so that he he knows what they look like. And then we were recording about Chucky, and at the end of the episode, I was like, I don't know what we're doing for the next Who the Al is, but tune in next month. And Al declared definitively that we were doing. Do you remember? Pinhead. Right. So. Al declares definitively, we're doing Pinhead. Now, one, I, I didn't realize he knew who Pinhead was, per se. Like, um, but two, clearly Al doesn't know anything. Yeah, there you, there you go, Sophia, representing. Right? Um, clearly, he doesn't know like anything about Hellraiser other than what Pinhead looks like. He's a guy with pins in his head. And I can't and even... And he's turquoise. He's turquoise, yeah. <laughs> And I, I mean, how do you even be, like, you can't even begin to explain Hellraiser to a six-year-old. There's so much stuff that I, like, I mean, you can't tell a kid. Like, you shouldn't tell a kid um, about Hellraiser. So, sometimes I do. He was really close with, um, like I said, Friday the 13th because of Jason, like, since he met Ari Lehman. And, I mean, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, here, let's, with the last couple minutes, I suppose, here's one thing you're missing from the movies. Freddy Krueger lives in people's dreams. Whoa, you guys see that? Yeah. Like the realization set in? Yeah. Does that change things? Yeah. Kills them in his dreams. Yeah. That's um, where the nightmare part comes from. He's in your nightmares. Yeah. And you think you get killed while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. So if you think you get killed while you're sleeping, what then? Um, he comes out of your dreams, and he comes into your house, and kills you. Ah, so if you dream about him, then he comes out of your dreams? Yeah. I mean, there's a logic to that, yeah. And it only goes by one by one. I mean, you because, have to. Because there's only one of it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, unless there's multiples of him, you know. Or what if two people accidentally dream about him at the same time, and then he climbs out, but he's only half his size, like, and he's in the two places. What do you, half th what do you think? So there's like two half-size Freddy Krueger's. Or maybe he's like, there's one half of him and the other half. <laughs> and so he can't do anything, so he just flops over on the ground. And then like a... Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that uh, scientifically is accurate. So. Mm. Or if he tries to stay up, he just has to hop on one leg. <laughs> exactly. One leg. But then if he, like, what's holding in his organs then? 
<laughs> yeah, you didn't think is about that. Dripping out. Right. Well, he's dead. It's gross. Somebody, somebody's gonna have to sweep this up. <laughs> this would be real nasty. You know. Do you know what it feels like to be a zombie that stayed in two days too long? You don't know what happens inside. No, that's true. I mean, it could, yeah, it could like congeal. We could like solid. Oh, he's like a Jello mold. Is that what you're proposing, <laughs> Garrett? Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you eat Jello. You eat Jello and it can like solidify your insides. No, like if you eat Jello. Um, he can come in your dreams because he's jello. He's jello really? Like oh, I see. I see that jello like connection now. Mm. Oh, so like, okay. So if you eat, you know, if you eat like, I don't he's know, like pizza. He's like hiding in jello. <laughs> hiding in jello. I was going to suggest that maybe you had bad dreams because of what you ate. If like you eat the wrong things before you go to sleep, you have like, like bad dreams eat, sometimes. If you eat red things, he'll hide <laughs> He's like hiding, like he's like hiding in red things. I mean, he's kind of pizza-like anyway. Yeah. Like if you look at him, he's sort he's of a pizza in, quality. He's been in so many red things that he looks pizza-like. <laughs> That's how he got red. Um, in part because he stayed in the grave too long. In part because of his habitation inside of red food. Maybe he was a pizza <laughs> delivery driver. Oh. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> And there was like an accident, like the, like the accident in the car, and he like fell into the pizza, and he turned red. <laughs> oh, it's like the inside of like, like if you take the toppings off the pizza, this is what the underside looks like. <laughs> so he's just like got pizza <laughs> toppings like flipped upside down on his face. Yeah, that's legit. No, this adds up. This this works. What if the guy killed him? He was the guy who like the pizzas that fell on Freddy. Those were that dude's pizzas, and he was really mad that he never got his pizza, and so that's why he made the glove. Or the guy lost his contacts, and he couldn't tell the difference between Freddy and a pizza, and he went to cut him, and he died. Right? Yes, Al, you with this? This is good. See, this is good. We need more communal who the Al is happening. This is this works. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't know? Whoa, look at that giant pepperoni. Let's go slice him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, we've got two minutes left. Uh, Alistair, anything to say to our audience, our first ever live audience? Thanks for being here at our first live show. Um, and I hope you have a, I hope you had a good time. And there you have it, everybody. The very first ever live show. <laughs> Could ever cast live. Oh my goodness, Alistair. Was it fun doing the live show? Did you have a good time doing it? Yeah, I did. A really good time doing it. Yeah, we had a pretty good turnout. It was very yeah. nice. Yeah. I like doing Freddy Cougar. Yeah, you had a good time doing that one? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, and our audience was awesome, too, helping us out there. Of course, one of the things that I learned later that uh, should have been brought up during the live show, but I guess I just didn't know, was apparently the designer of the Freddy Krueger makeup was inspired by pizza. How did it? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, he had seen uh, some pepperoni pizza and thought, oh, that's what we should do for Freddy Krueger's makeup. And so that's what they did. So he is pizza. 
Just like our audience said, what if he was a pizza driver? Yeah. I mean, it's not that far from the truth. I mean, of course, the whole story is not that he's a pizza driver, but the pizza connection, definitely there. Yeah. He does look like a pizza pepperoni. (laughs) And some meat sauce. Well, everyone, before we get out of here, remember we are a Patreon-supported podcast. If you want to be a patron of this show, you can support us there at... Cadavercast? No. Patreon.com slash word salad. And so every little bit helps. It really does. And the money that we bring in from Patreon goes towards Al's college fund. Yes, my college fund. You can also support the show by rating and reviewing us on whatever your podcast listening app of choice is, iTunes, whatever, Stitcher, Podkicker. I don't, I don't know where you can rate and review us, but that helps wherever yeah. that is. Helps wherever us get, it is. Helps us get noticed, you know? Yeah. And of course, if you do write a review on iTunes, we will read it here on the show. So yeah. thank you in advance if you do that. You should also look us up on social media if you have not done so yet you can follow us on twitter at cadaver underscore cast you can always email us of course at cadavercast at gmail.com that's one word but more importantly right now you should head over to facebook and join the club what club is that alistair the critters and creeps club yeah the cadaver cast critters and creeps club whatever monstery thing you find in there put it on the club everyone can see it Yeah, whatever you find on the internet, share with the other Critters and Creeps, and have a good time. I mean, that's what we're there for. Yeah, we're there for that. So once again, that's Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club on Facebook. Yep, on Facebook. There you have it, 50 episodes of Cadavercast and counting. It's incredible. Here's to another 50 more, Alistair. (laughs) Yep, here we come with another 50 more. (laughs) Yeah, do you think we can do it? No. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, we're done, I guess. Nope, not another 50. <laughs> I won't be alive that long, Just I guess. Just kidding. Al's got plans for me. Just kidding. Okay, we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> yeah. We'll try. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Alistair, why don't you go ahead and sign us out? You've been listening to Cadavercast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thank you, everybody. We love you. I hope you like our live show. The first ever live show, dude. Bye.